Okay, I think we're recording. Yes, yes. Perfect. What's going on? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 416 Sports News Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Valley, and today we got a pretty big episode. It's World Cup season. This yes, winter, World Cup 2022 in Qatar, it's going to be happening from November to December. One of the biggest World Cups to date in an interesting place. Uh, interesting place that's being held in Qatar in the Middle East. And so I got my friend and my buddy who's got great ball knowledge, Brandon Perry, who is also, on, who's also an artist too, performing yes. on SoundCloud as Mr. Black Archie. Bro, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Really happy to be here. You know, it's a, it's a blessing to be on a podcast with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've been uh, discussing this for a little bit. Yeah. I'm yeah, I know. That's my bad. I've been putting this off. I made you miss a couple episodes, you know? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, bro. I was focused on this one. I wanted to get it out. And I know it's a little bit late to be discussing the World Cup, but I feel like it has to be mentioned because of how big it is, especially sure. because, like, where both of us are from. We're from Canada. And Represent. For, I mean, 36 years. We're going to the World <laughs> Cup. Bro, it's amazing. It's what a way feeling. too long for us to uh, make it into the World Cup, man. Yeah. It's coming. It's, it's great for our generation, too. Absolutely. Great to see yeah. the the new generation of players coming in. It's it's inspiring a whole new generation, especially for 2026. It's going to be in Canada, U.S., and Mexico. So it's going to be, imagine, for, imagine then, it's going to be even better. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm definitely planning yeah. on going to that. There's uh, oh, no question definitely. about it. No question about it. Definitely got to get the tickets a couple years prior to like, <laughs> yeah, somehow. So you got you to gotta se- se- uh, secure your spot in that. Honestly, bro, you got that right. But before we get into it, I just want to introduce you a little bit, uh, get the viewers to get to know you a little bit. So uh, I did mention before that you are an artist. You have a little bit of a deep background in music. So uh, you want to go off on that a little bit? Tell the viewers what you're about. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I've been making music, I mean, pretty much coming out the womb, you know what I mean? I've been writing rhymes uh, since I was young. And uh, recently I've started recording and uh, putting the music out and people are loving it. So I, I first opened up with uh, my one of my biggest songs called Flip. Uh, that one's been doing really well, especially with the ladies, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it's just, it's my passion and it keeps me sane, you know, it keeps me, keeps me grounded in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're your creativity and uh and just overall music taste and, and how you create it it's just it just mad it's crazy to see how you do it it's it's crazy i've never seen anybody do it like you before you're definitely a special talent and uh i'm glad to see see you and be up close and see uh how your thought process is going through all your music and uh we were talking about it before and you said you got a little a little piece for us to go off on so oh man yeah you got you got something for us or what let me uh let me just i got i got a little freestyle little, freestyle off the top let me, let's let's think all right i'm saying i just can't wait for the money and labels to roll through killing beats when i spit this premeditated too i got the game locked down so you could call it a school and the reason why they're screaming i kill it up in the booth I'm a fly to the top, rocket ship with the stars. Y'all trying to free right up with me, but you ain't lived through my scars. So don't start calling once I made my way up out of the bottom, hitting me up as if I'm Houston whenever you got a problem. Bro. Like that. That, was, that was good, right? That I'm was telling good, you, yeah. that was clean. And I'm telling you guys, like freestyle talent, this guy is one of the craziest people I've ever seen in my life. Off the top <laughs> of his head, no warm up, nothing, no thinking process, just pure freestyling absolutely insane like i've never seen anybody do before and if you want to go check out his music it's going to be in the description below uh it's on soundcloud 
and uh, it's going to be right there in the description, the link, just check it out, go listen to it. Absolutely incredible. So, um, Thank you so Brandon, much. So much. Uh, yeah. I know you do have some ball knowledge and you are wearing a Man City jacket. You are a big Man City fan. Yes, sir. And so yes, before we sir. get into the World Cup, I want to get, I want to ask you about Man City and, and how you got into Man City. Okay, honestly, uh, you know, my a lot of my football knowledge comes from just loving the game of, 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 of football and FIFA. Really, FIFA is what gets me to know all the names and stuff. So, uh, growing up, you know, watching the Man City team develop through the, the game of FIFA, it's like, it's just, I've built a bond with them, you know, watching them on TV. Uh, when Aguero first came to the team, you know, that was, that was big for us. And now we have Jesus, my favorite player, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's uh, I, I just love the team. I like what they stand for. I like the the manager now, Pep Guardiola, absolute class. So uh, yeah, yeah, the team has definitely developed over the past couple of years uh, yeah. due to a huge influx of, of money, oil money. As okay. everybody, right. as, as everybody goes at goes off, are you guys at? But like, <laughs> come on, you guys got you guys did really well. You're not one of those teams that like just like pays that pays their way in, but like you guys are good with your transfers, like yeah. strategy wise. You've done well, so I'll give you guys that. Like you guys aren't like PSG or, or like or any of the like PSG, pretty much. Like they just buy the best players in the world for the shirt sales and just for more money. But like you guys are looking for, you guys are looking for the championships, but yes, for the titles. But Champions League hasn't been as nice to you guys as you thought uh, they would. No, they yeah, it would. Been... But you guys definitely are in uh, in for a shot this year. Uh, yeah. Currently in the semifinals, playing Real Madrid in a couple of days. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Benzema's on fire. I hear what. Look, man, we've been uh, we've we've faced a lot of disappointments in recent years, but this year it's uh, we, we seem to be getting our form together and really getting into the groove of things. Um, hopefully, we can make Pep proud. It's it's gonna be a hard matchup, especially with the form that uh, Benzema's running right now because he is just like Ballon d'Or winning form. I'm telling you, absolutely win the Ballon d'Or if he keeps this if he keeps this up. He's gonna be one of the top players of the World Cup. I assure that. Um, but definitely, I feel like. With the striking force we have with uh, KDB, Kevin De Bruyne, and um, if he chooses to play Jesus, uh, we might have a have a winning shot. But uh, yeah, definitely, I'm proud of where we're what we're doing right now, and uh, it's gonna be a hard match. Honestly, to be honest, it might become it might go to a two-one for Real Madrid. I'm not sure. That's uh, but wishful thinking is that we pull out the win. So yeah, it'll be close. But you guys do have another rivalry with uh, Liverpool as well who are yes. also currently in the semifinals of the Champions League. They're playing against Villarreal, a little bit of an early, a uh, little bit of an easier matchup, but they mm -hmm. are pulling off a crazy fairy tale story, like an Ajax of the 2018-19 season, doing incredible. One of the best teams in terms of knockout football, the way they absolutely. play is just absolutely incredible. But I think Liverpool will get the job done. My prediction, it'll be close, but I think Man City, Liverpool final. But I think this is gonna be the, this is, this is the be all end all. This is, it's either if City don't win this Champions League, I don't think they'll ever win. I, yeah, this is For the closest we've come in a while, and honestly, I do, I do think it's gonna be a Kevin De Bruyne or Mo Salah head to head. It's it, it's gonna be a doozy to say the least. Um, what a final game that would be, though. You better you better pop out your barbecues. You better get your your meat on the grill. You know what I mean? Get those that's, massive that's freaking eighty-inch screens up. Get the projector oh going. God. Get, the, get, gonna get the game going. Oh my god! Yeah, that's man, the type so. of game, bro. That's gonna be heated, especially two Premier League sides. And it's like not yeah. only just the Champions League, but like the Prem as well. Like how they're going 
like they're neck and neck every single game they're like a couple points difference i believe it's like two or three points don't quote me on that but like i know it's really really close and now both of the matchups that they've had this season two two and excellent games excellent 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 games and so uh whoever wins it'll be close but i i still i have no clue who will win the prem or the champions league it's it's close it's so close because the quality is just unmatched England yeah, is just the best place for football right now in terms of quality. You guys definitely have the best players. And so if you guys want to watch a, a good matchup there, it's Liverpool Man City for sure. Yeah, I do want to add, Ederson has been doing a great job. But if he keeps making, he that mistake he made when he pushed the ball to the line, we can't afford to make have those mistakes against Liverpool. So what I'm what I'm looking for, even though he had great composure in that situation, because that that's a stressful situation on its own. But we have to be very alert going into the Liverpool game. That's all I'm gonna say. It needs to be a very ticky taka game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But Ederson, bro, one of the calmest players I've ever seen in my life. Like, this yep. guy, Diogo Jota, running right at him, full speed, on the goal line, like literally less than a meter away. He's literally Calm, walking to the ball, calmly, <laughs> calmly, almost like a jog, not even. And he not literally even. just passes it out to, to Laporte, yeah. whoever was playing left center back. He was crazy. And then also the other day, they, they were playing in the FA Cup semifinal. Their mm -hmm. backup keeper, Zach Steffen, uh, American starting keeper, he yeah. tried to pull off the same thing, and Sadio Mane was coming at him this time. Bro, Mane ate him up like nobody's business. It was like, it just shows the quality that, like, that Man City's got. But, like, still, Ederson's just been incredible this year. But the entirety of Man City's team has just been out of this world. So it's going to yeah, be yeah. interesting. But you guys definitely have a good future ahead of you, especially with the young talent that you got with uh, Phil Foden. I don't know you yes. rate him as much, no. but like, I know you don't, but like- Let me tell you- Starting though, to warm up been, a little bit. He's been, uh, we'll get to the World Cup, uh, of course, but uh, Phil Foden, he's uh, he's growing on me, man. I, I didn't really like him at first. I thought, you know, he came in, he was a young in, you know, I was like, you gotta prove yourself. I don't really, I don't really like how you're coming in. Like, like you're hot, but he's hot, man. Like he's he's killing the, the pitch. He's, uh, his touch on the ball is like, something you don't really see in the youngsters like this guy he just came from the academy right and uh his finesse on the ball is just in his speed he's like he's like uh he, he reminds me of like sterling like a like a young sterling uh the, the speed that he has and like all that so he's doing really well he's doing really well and i'm, I'm starting to like him i won't i won't lie yeah it's interesting to see because phil phone definitely we're gonna go on to uh um some of the award winners later on in the episode of uh, for the world cup uh, young player of the tournament. He's definitely in contention for that, but we're going to get onto that a little later. But uh, let's get on to the World Cup. It's about time. Man. This is the this is the topic of the podcast, which I brought you on for. Let's get into it. You right. Ready? Ready, ready. Let's do it. Okay. So if oh. you guys don't know, the World Cup, the draws have has already been set. It's already pretty much done. We just need to wait in a couple more playoffs to finish off, and then we'll have like the full... The full World Cup draw, group stage, sealed and uh, and done. And we'll know who the teams that are playing. Mm -hmm. So we're, I'm going to tell you guys the groups right now, as uh, as uh, we know at this moment in time. So there are one, there are uh, eight groups. We got group A, group B, C, D, E, F, G, and H. So let's go through. I'm going to go through all of the groups. And then uh, in order, we're not, I'm just not going to skip through all of them. And uh, we're going to give... Uh, you guys are predictions for the group and uh, a couple players and uh, 
teams to watch out for in that specific group and the overall outcome. So, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon, we're going to start from Group A. We got the hosts, Qatar, uh, Ecuador, Senegal, mm-hmm. and the Netherlands. It's an interesting group there. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the uh, I think Netherlands and um, Ecuador, are those are my top two for that group, I'll be honest. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, because uh, Van Dyke, De Jong, the Pie, of course, Netherlands has to be has to be up there. Like they have some some superstars on that team. Uh, but you look at the you look at the Ecuador team, and they got like they have Michael Estrada, they have Gonzalo Mata. They're they have uh, some good form, and they've been they've been running really well. They had that game against Argentina. Uh, I forget when, but they had the, the game against Argentina, and they pulled off the win. And uh, it was something that we weren't expecting to see. So, uh, yeah. So I think Netherlands and Ecuador that would be a good uh, matchup. That's surprising for me personally, because I'll give you guys my my predictions. I think I think Netherlands are coming top. The revolution that they've had, especially from missing twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. um, coming in now with the amount of talents that they've had, especially the development, the crazy development of Virgil Van Dijk becoming arguably the best center back in the world don't call me on that i don't i don't think he's up there like 100 because there's there could be some better some better center backs that are better than him right, right. but i think senegal's coming second i think they might really? even push netherlands a little bit bro i'm really? telling you sadio mane the captain of that squad heart of senegal kaladu koulibaly absolute rock at the back for mm. um plays for napoli in the italian Serie A. I can go off on Senegal, but I won't because Senegal have so many underrated players. They recently just won the AFCON, the African Cup of Nations against Egypt and uh, team of the tournament there. Mane was going crazy. Koulibaly was going crazy. And now that I they finally had that feeling and that taste of winning because they they won pretty much like you can say the Euros or the, the Copa America, but for Africa, the African Cup of Nations. I think they're they're going to be hungry going to the World Cup. People aren't going to rate them as high, knowing that, that they got the Netherlands and you got all these crazy teams in the World Cup. But like, still, they're going to pull off. They're going to pull off a surprise. And I think whoever they get in the round of sixteen, they'll probably be. They're going to they're going to give a good fight. But we'll see. But Ecuador, I don't know. It's weird Ecuador. because they yeah. barely scraped through the qualifying stage. It was like the last two, uh, one or two games they they qualified. So it'll be tough to see uh, how they do. But I think Brandon they're hungry. Ecuador now. second place. I say Senegal. I don't know. I don't know why. I just think... I think they're hungry. I think Ecuador. You know, they've been known to be uh, a good team for football overall. Like they're not the strongest, but they've definitely been recognized as a as a good football team. And um, I think they're they're hungry. They're hungry this year. You know, uh, just coming off of like COVID and just wanting to get back on the pitch. I think they they want it. I think they want it. And I think they're a bit of an underdog in comparison to Serbia. So I got to root for them. You know what I mean? Okay, so uh, Brandon's prediction, Netherlands top, Ecuador second. I'm thinking Netherlands top as well, and Senegal second. So already we got a little bit of debating and conflict. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to go with Senegal as well. Knowing Sadio Mane, your your prem knowledge is crazy. It's way better than any. It's your best quality in terms of ball knowledge. But like, I'm surprised. I didn't think that you got, I'm surprised you didn't go Senegal. I'm really surprised, but... We're not going to go on that for a little bit more. We're going to go with Group B. This is probably your favorite nation. Besides, like, Jamaica. You got, you got the three Lions, England, 
England. <laughs> yeah, England. Go. Bring it home. Bring it home. Iran, the US of A, mm. and then either Wales, Ukraine, or Scotland. So um, for it's 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 interesting this group because England probably they're probably going top. That I think easily. Yeah, both of us I, I say we're they're both going top. But definitely that um, that second spot, it's definitely in the running because I heard Iran has a pretty underrated squad too. And then we know what the USA after seeing, even though they've had a rough patch in terms of like the qualifying the qualifying phase, knowing that Canada dominated throughout the entire phase. But like the states have crazy talent, like Christian Pulisic, Weston McKenney, Sergio yes. Dest, and Dest, yeah, those they, are all the players. So many quality players, so many quality players. But out of those three European sides, Wales, Ukraine, and Scotland, um, who do you think is going to come out on top in that playoff? Because the winner of Ukraine, Scotland, I believe, is going to be playing Wales in the playoff final to see who heads to the World Cup. So I want to see what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking on that? Who do you think is going to be going through? Uh, sorry about that. It, it's definitely no got to be um, got to be Wales. I, I like no question about it. Wales is um, they've been doing well, and they're like a. They're like a not so good England, you know what I mean? I I I see them going through. I don't see them making it to the finals, but they'll definitely make it into group stages. In terms of uh, first and second for group stage, it's got to be England and USA, as you mentioned before. Pulisic, McKinney, went uh, and Dest. I mean, like uh, those are all like amazing players, and I don't think that a team like Iran, like no no hate, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't think a team like Iran is going to be able to pull off uh, a team with so many like. Uh, well-trained players you know like they're very technical especially and they've been doing well so i think england and usa no question yeah mm-hmm. for sure uh, i agree with that i did put england and usa uh first and second usa second uh england first but um i think it'll be a little bit different in terms of the playoffs i think um ukraine the ukraine might go through i'm not saying bias just because of what's going on i don't want to get That's a little what I was bit political yeah, yeah. i'm trying not to get political here but like the amount of hunger and desire that they have knowing that like so much that they've like gone through over the past couple of months it's just been detrimental for, to see how their country is just crumbling in front of their eyes but like absolutely honestly i think they even got some quality players as well you got a Zinchenko. fellow man city player Zinchenko, yeah. as you just mentioned awesome. um and and even more they also i knew um a couple of years ago they did win like the under 20 or under 17 euros a couple of years ago so that just shows they got some quality uh talent coming through mm-hmm. uh their youth system and i know that's what they're pretty they're known for they're known for having some pretty good uh, uh young players coming through um their system but i think yeah i think ukraine will be able to uh to squeeze out wales but gareth bell when he's playing for wales i don't know what what I'm saying. i don't think i don't know if zinchenko is enough to go up against gareth bell but i i mean uh, I, I think Wales is definitely going to pull it through, and that's going to be USA and uh, England for sure. Yeah, we'll see though. We'll see. It, 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 it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be close. It's definitely yeah. going to be close. Okay, now uh, that's Group B. Brandon and I both agree on England and USA coming first and second, going out of the group. And right in Group C, we got Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Okay, so Argentina coming into the World Cup 2022 as an absolute powerhouse. I believe they've been on an unbeaten streak of, a, of over 20 games or over, yeah, over 20 games since about 2019 they haven't lost. Over, like over 20 games since 2019 yeah, think, they haven't I lost. Think it was, I think it's 24, if I'm not wrong. I'm pretty I sure it's so. 24, right. yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's Argentina. Oh my God. In the form that Messi's in for Argentina. Yes. Oh my oh, God. You, you think that after, what is it, four or five World Cups? Well, this will be his fifth. So after about four Messi, World yeah. Cups, you think he'd, be, he'd slow down? No chance. This guy is a beast on the pitch. Literally just won the Copa America a couple of months ago. Literally just won the Copa America, but uh, yeah. he literally dominated every single award he won. Best player, top goal scorer, top assist, top assists, and mm-hmm. literally every other category, just Messi was just top. And I think same with Ronaldo and Messi. They have something to fight for. This is this is their last chance at glory because I feel like this trophy is the one thing that decides who's the GOAT. Yeah. It, because it, it, I'm pretty sure Messi stated that this is going to be his last uh, last World Cup, was it not? Really? Did wow. he not say that? I'm not sure. I think I don't know. I think it might have. He might have hinted at it. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah. in terms of the groups, uh, is yeah, I, I would love to see a Messi and Ronaldo matchup in the, his uh, for, for this uh, final World Cup uh, yeah. potentially. But I definitely do think it's going to be Argentina and Mexico. Ochoa is just the, the, the goalkeeper for Mexico. Oh he's my god! The best keep, he's best keeper for World Cups. I, he's yeah. your guy. He's your guy for sure. And you also have like a player like Jimenez on the team. I mean, Mexico oh, always has a great program. That's that, that's undoubted. But the the Martinez though for Argentina, that goalkeeper. And that Martinez, bro, absolute different class. Different. That class. yeah. Ooh. That game against um, was it Colombia? I believe so. Yeah, when they're in the yeah. penalty shootout. That 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 I feel like that put him. Uh, that made the world be, like take notice of him if they didn't see him already. Mm-hmm. This guy is uh, is a, is a beautiful keeper. No no chance about it. But uh, yeah, and you have players like Messi, Dybala. Like Argentina is running in great form. Got to be first in that group. Yeah, and you said Mexico second too. That's interesting. I don't know because I, I went Poland. I went Poland second. Poland, Poland really? Robert Lewandowski has done well for Poland. Like I know he's he's not been incredible over the past couple of years in terms of like like as much as he's the best player but he needs to carry that Poland squad but like you can see a steady improvement looking from 2018 to the Euros like he did a lot better it was a lot better performance and uh, same with Poland throughout the entire qualifying stage Lewandowski was still scoring especially with the players that he had uh, with of course Lewandowski the best player in that squad Uh, uh, Zielinski uh, Napoli from Napoli and uh, Fabianski the keeper as well uh, they have so many more players that uh, that are top quality there I think Poland are going to make it out of this group I know I know. Uh, hearing from a couple of Poland supporters and hearing uh, on, uh, on social media about this squad I heard uh, it's something it's a team to take notice of and uh, not to take uh, very lightly because I heard they might be pretty decent but yeah, Mexico yeah. yeah as well they showed, definitely showed their quality as well mm-hmm. They've been doing a good job, Poland for sure. But uh, who's there to to assist uh, Lewandowski? Like who? Zielinski. Who's... I literally just said, man. I know, but I, I I mean, I feel like Mexico just has a better uh, a better lineup against Poland. But I, I think that'll be a good matchup to see Mexico and Poland, and then and then you know we'll we'll see the outcome. But I think Mexico just overall has been running a great program and has been had a good uh, formation. Uh, Poland is doing well right now, but can you compare that to how Mexico's made it into the World Cup almost every time? Uh, it's true, but like, look, you're, you're looking at a con- you're looking in the past couple of years like Concacaf, right? It hasn't been very competitive. All you pretty much had was um, 
the United States, Mexico, and then you have um, a surprise team in there thrown every every uh, qualifying stage. Yeah, yeah. Mexico ne Mexico never really had a tough time qualifying for the World Cup for that never. reason. For that never, reason only. For that reason only. But I think this year we finally saw Mexico in their true form, showing when they had an actual good squad. Like if, if anybody watched that. The, the Canada Mexico game in the, oh. from Edmonton, the snowy game, bro. Oh my God, what? Canada game. absolutely demolished Mexico. I, oh. I was watching the game. It was it, it was an it was an utter demolition show. Was it David that scored and then jumped in the snow? No, that was Sam Adekubi. Sam Adekubi was when they jumped in the snow and everybody's going nuts. That was, that was oh a crazy celebration. What they should put that, that in FIFA. If it's a snow game, you should put that in FIFA. You have to, man. You, you have, have to. Have to. That'd be crazy. That'd be nuts. But I'm telling you, Mexico, they're not as solid as much as they do have a lot of great veterans. Look at that. Hector Herrera, uh, Guillermo Ochoa, like you mentioned. They do have a good... Uh, young players coming through as well. Here in Lozano has probably been their best player in the squad the entire, doing great, the, yeah. the entire doing great. Uh, past couple of years since 2018. After that goal that he scored against Germany when they won 1-0, that was crazy. That yeah. was nuts. That that, yeah. that really um, put Mexico on the map and showed the decline yeah. of Germany. But um, we'll get on Germany later because I have some interesting things to say about them. Uh, okay. But overall, Mexico... I don't think they're going to be able to show it because we sh they pretty much showed what they're really about. And when, it, when they play against teams that are that physical, because I feel like that's what Poland has. They're a very physical team that's around true. the edges. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Mexico can handle that because when they get nudged and they get pushed a little bit, they can get hot and they can get upset. And uh, so that's what, that's what I think Poland has the edge over Mexico. As much as Mexico's, they're, they're faster, they're... Uh, in terms of trickery, they're they're in skill and ball and um, in touch on the ball. They're they they're way better than Poland. But like in terms of just strength, determination, Poland's got them. And I think when it comes to World Cup and knockout stage tournaments, this is what you need. Yeah, I definitely think we're gonna be seeing a lot, a lot of yellow and red cards this uh, this World Cup. I don't think anyone's gonna be holding back. I think everybody's hungry. I think everybody wants it, and I think there's gonna be a. Uh, a bit of an aggression to this uh this world cup for sure oh, you're 100 right on that Every, everybody is in for a shot i'm doing yeah. something incredible everybody is, is in a good shot so uh um brandon uh let's uh that's pretty much it for group c that's all i gotta say so uh, we got argentina we agreed on that first place and uh brandon said mexico second i said poland so a uh, little bit more debates but with the groups coming up here especially with the with a couple of them it's going to get a little bit more a little bit more debates i'm sure we'll find something to, to talk about it's going to get interesting just wait till we get to the young player of the year i already oh I already, that's the awards is when it's going to get interesting but oh. the groups is, is also oh. interesting too because it's like you get a little bit of debates here and there like the second place finishes are, are the second place finishes are arguably like more debatable over the first place because it's like whoever there's always going to be that powerhouse in that one group where they just have the first one first but like there's a couple of groups in there where it's like second place is hard to really pick out but group d the next group it's not really that hard honestly you got france reigning world champions uh either peru united arab emirates i don't know how they're they're almost in the world cup uh australia uh and are also they're all in the playoffs i believe it's for like it, I believe it's for like um, something to do with like the world or like rest of the world playoffs or something like that to get it. I don't know the exact name. Yeah, it's yeah. got Denmark, 
coming off uh, Euro 2021 um, with a semi-final performance. Uh, absolutely incredible team, Denmark. And then you got Tunisia. I think it's pretty straightforward. I think we're going to argue. <laughs> what would you say? What would you say? I uh, I definitely, obviously France. France first place. France first, yeah. Yes. No doubt about that. Um, I put Australia. I did. I did. Second I said, place? Second place, Australia. No way. As a, uh, an underdog, I think. I don't even, honestly, I don't even know about the team. I just felt, uh, I just saw the name on the list and I was like, I feel like they have something good coming this year. They're fast, man. They are fast. They're very quick. They're quick on their feet. And I think, I think they uh, they might surprise the world. I don't know. I just felt the connection. I, uh, we'll see. Um, oh, I couldn't name one player. You left out Denmark. Bro, no. Denmark is absolutely incredible. We could look at the talent there that they've got. Do you, are, are, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't. Yes, I, out of all groups, I thought this would be the, 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 the group that we're debating about the least. I don't understand what you put Australia for. It's I can't Denmark even, all day. I can't name one I Australian. You could be challenging France for, for first in the group. They're that good. <laughs> They're that good. I'm telling you, Denmark's incredible. Kasper Schmeichel is their goalkeeper. Christian Eriksen coming off of cardiac arrest and is coming back a year after that, scoring two goals against the Netherlands or in overall international break. Like this guy hasn't lost his touch. This guy was in the hospital for a couple of weeks after he had a heart attack. This guy's yeah. incredible. That yeah, just yeah. Goes, like, honestly, the overall quality that they got. Then no, I understand. The unity I, of that country. Then I listened team. to a podcast a couple of a couple of weeks ago. You know, I'm sure you know Ben Foster, right? The cycle. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah, he did a podcast episode with um, with Casper uh, Schmeichel, the the keeper for Leicester City and uh, and for Denmark as well. Yeah, and he's yeah. just saying like before in Denmark, everybody just had the big clubs like the t like the shirts. Everybody had the Real Madrid, the Barca kits, the Bayern kits, the Juve kits. They just had the big clubs, but now. Uh, everybody's wearing the Denmark kits. It just shows like how invested the country and the fans are invested in this team because I wouldn't be surprised if they go on and show what they're really about this World Cup because they did it last World Cup. They were under a lot of pressure in terms of the group stage. They, they, like, they literally had to qualify into the, into the next round on the last last uh, group game to get through. Demolition, demolition right there against mm-hmm. Russia. It was like a 5-0 five, five win or 5-1 or something like that. And just the overall team and the team spirit that they have, I wouldn't be surprised if they push France for, for first in that group because their team is that good. So watch out for that game. Denmark-France, that's a game to watch out Watch out for right? Australia too. Don't forget, I, guys. Australia. Bro, I don't understand. Australia's coming up, bro. No. Bro, <laughs> Australia is not it. Australian fans, I, I literally saw a TikTok this morning, I was scrolling on TikTok. This guy was like, um, Australia have been making it to the World Cup pretty much every year. Like 2014, they're in it. 2018, they're in it. Yes, yeah. But like 2022, they probably are, they, they're, they're in a chance to win it. Actually, I don't even know. I think they might not even have made it. Like, I, I don't even know, but they're in the running to qualify. But like, apparently they're in, they shouldn't, like, this is the start of a revolution. Like a new revolution, a new a new wave of players, and it's just the start of it. But like, I don't know. I can't see Australia. Like they they do had some good players back in the day. Tim Cahill. Adam Tim Cahill. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a player! Like that volley against the Netherlands, 2014 World Cup. Everybody remembers that goal. I was Hard upset down. about that. I got some yeah. Netherlands, some Netherlands, some Netherlanders in my in my family. <laughs> so they were they were watching the game. I remember the tears. It was bad. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> 
It's okay, but I'm telling you right now, Australia will not make it to the World Cup. That's just my opinion. You can say, you can say what you want. I believe Australia's not making it to the World Cup, but Denmark's coming either second or first. And I'm telling you right now, there is a curse for the reigning world champions. I don't know if you know this. There is a curse. Whoever wins the World Cup in the previous year, because they are, I'm pretty sure they're automatically qualified into the World Cup for the next year. Mm-hmm. This happened um, for a couple of teams. Yeah, I believe it all started in 2006 with my beloved Italy. And we won the World Cup 2006. Nobody thought we would win. And this is when the curse started. We go to the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. We have a pretty easy group. I also believe we have like New Zealand in our group. We have like Uruguay or like these, these teams that you don't expect to be like, to have show any trouble to Italy. Come like dead last in the group. We don't even make it out of the group stage. Spain wins the 2010 World Cup. Mm-hmm. They go on 2014. They don't make it out of the group. Who wins that World Cup 2014? Germany. Who they go in 2018? They don't make it out of the group. And that just that's bro. Right. And t- France won 2020. France won 2018. Do you think we're gonna have another repeat? Yes. Or what do you think? Because like off of that, like that's that's pure facts. Like th- I've literally seen thinking? that a bunch of times. Like you think is, we're gonna have another another uh, fallen giant? I think I think I think we will. And let me tell you why I think it happens. I think uh, they go in, so, so like, take this in, you, you just won the World Cup. You're being said to be the best team nationally across the world, right? And so you go into the next World Cup thinking, like, you can kind of go easy, you know, like, you're the, you're the uh, I don't want to cuss, but like, you're the man, you know, like, you're the best team. Um, and then, and then you get surprised when you, when all these other teams that are hungry that have been trying to win come back and they're like 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 pushing so hard to get that win and then so you're taking off guard and i think that's why they get knocked out so i do think that we're gonna have that especially with the arrogance that the french have not to oh, not to start a controversy but they they're they're probably one of the most arrogant uh world cup winners that we've had so uh besides italy but uh anyways um yeah and I, I think that's uh that's what it is i think it'll happen again for sure yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But I don't know. I think this French squad has too much quality not to not to get out of the groups. It has too much quality. Kylian Mbappe. Of, Kylian Mbappe is also on Ballon d'Or winning form. It's either him or Benzema. I hope Ballon it's Ballon. Benzema. I do hope it's Benzema. Okay, Kylian Mbappe, like a uh, great player. I mean, the, uh, you can't even deny that. No matter how much you dislike PSG or France or him or, or Mbappe himself, he is one of the like. He's the start of like a revolutionary new player. Like he reminds me of when uh, Messi and Ronaldo were like, for, like he, I, he has the potential to become like as big as them. You know what I mean? I think kids are, are looking up to Mbappe the way that I looked up to Messi when I was uh, when I was a youngin. So uh, definitely, definitely a uh, class player. Yeah, that that partnership. I don't know that partnership of Benzema and Mbappe. I think it's gonna be too. It's gonna be too hot to stop. Like. That's true. As much That's as Denmark's true. got a great, great, great defense, Simon Kier playing for AC Milan, one of the most, one of the most solid center backs in the world, uh, especially mm-hmm. coming from last season and going into the Euros, he was an absolute rock at the back. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think that as much as we could see it happening, for the reason that they're arrogant, there, there's also a case that they're too good not to make it out of the group. That's true too. Yeah, they, are, they have an amazing, uh, amazing form right now. They're running a great program. Um, uh, I, it would be shocking I think even if we predicted like I'd still want to see that happen and be like completely taken aback but I mean uh, 
I don't know, to break that tradition, but also to be, of all the teams to break that tradition, it would have to be this team. It would have to be France. Continue it. No, to break it, to, to be the first oh, one. To break to, it and to, and to, to get it out, okay. Yeah, to be the first ones to break it, it has to be France. If it's not France, this is going to be a forever going thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I don't understand how Brandon put Australia second, but France for bo- first for both of us. Watch out for them. Kid Leroy, Kid Leroy is, uh, he's going to be happy this year. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even think he even knows or has any. I don't even heard or seen him in any sort of social media picture or video. No, or do anything related to football. But like, no, no. <laughs> if, they make, if they make it to the World Cup, we could see something happen. We could see an in guitar. But like, it's it's so slim. It's so slim, bro. I'm telling you, everybody listening, watch out for Denmark. They could be another dark horse. So like, they're the dark horse of of any tournament that they're in. Watch out for Denmark. <laughs> but they're they're not my surprise team in the tournament. They're not my surprise team. I'll tell you who my surprise. Team. I'll tell you who my surprise is when we get to that. But um, yes, let's move on to group uh, group E. Let's move on to group E. Okay, this is probably this is like not the closest to group of death, but we two have we do have two powerhouses in this group. We got Spain coming off uh, a very good Euros, make it to the semifinals. Unfortunately, losing to Italy as we did go on to the final and beat England and lift up the Euros. Did you? Sorry, I guess we just choked. I guess we choked. Let's forget about that. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, okay. I might go on an Italy rant after the groups. After the groups. Because after like I need, I need to release some stress, honestly. Because Brandon, I'm telling you guys, he is the one person that winds me up the most about Italy not making the World Cup. But you know what? It's 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 totally fine because we didn't make it 2018. Uh, but like 2020 uh, wow imagine back to back euro championship you don't make it into the freaking world cup Mm. honestly honestly i think let's forget about that let's forget about that we're talking about group b we got spain either costa rica or new zealand Mm -hmm. germany Mm -hmm. and japan yes that's a decent group that's a decent group let me tell you okay all right do you mind yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, so my two picks were Spain and Germany, but I was debating uh, Germany with uh, Japan. Just as a, as an underdog, I, I think they have uh, really... I agree um, with Japan, yes. I agree with you on the fact that Japan could be an underdog, yeah. Continue. They could be an underdog. Just They have uh, like a, a crazy speed to them. Like the, the, their, their pace is, uh, is unmatched. Like the whole team is just quick on their feet. And uh, I think... I think they just run good form, but I don't think they're going to beat out the thing. It's got to be Spain and Germany. You have players like Havertz, Muller, Cruz. Like, come on. Uh, you just you just can't can't beat that. You can't. Um, Ramos, Busquets, Adama, Gavi. Uh, Pedri. Pedri too. Pedri too, absolutely. Uh, Spain has to come on top. It, you know what, though? Spain hasn't... Spain's been, like, iffy with me recently. Like, I'm not... It, it could be Germany or Spain. I put Spain as first just because Vamos España, but... <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, that's that's all I have to say about the, about Group E. To be honest, yeah. Spain. So what you're saying? Spain first, Germany second. Spain first, Germany second. But it is it's up in the air. I don't know. I'm switching it. I'm switching it. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. I, everybody that I hear talking about the World Cup groups and their predictions are saying exactly what you said. Of what I've seen from the German Revolution of how they've able to turn around their mm. failures of 2018 
and yep. going into this World Cup now. Yep, yep, yep. Your team is so structured, being coached by Hansi Flick, who Hansi. won the Champions League with Bayern in 2020. With they absolutely dismantled every single side that they played. That eight-two monstrous win, nobody expected that against Barca. Put mm-hmm. Barca in the mud. Like that that game also put Alfonso Davies on the map. Like without Hansi Flick. Alfonso Davies. Davies, I don't even think Canada would be in the... I give our credit of Canada being in the World Cup to... uh, Alfonso. And without without Hensi Flick, there wouldn't be Alfonso. There wouldn't be an Alfonso. And he wouldn't be getting those minutes. So I'm telling you right now, all these... This German side with Havertz, with Cruz on the form that he's in, with that pairing with Modric, that that midfield is linking so well. Modric is regaining his form of old. You have players like Mats Hummels. Mm-hmm. People call him the quarterback. He's a literal quarterback. People literally call him a quarterback because he is one of the best pings in the world for a yeah. center back. Yeah, yeah. Joshua Kimmich, arguably the best defensive midfielder. He can also play right back. He's literally the regen of Philip Lahm. <laughs> Timo Werner is actually good for Germany. He's not. Yeah. He's not good for Chelsea, but he's good for Germany. Leroy Sané is arguably better now than he was for City, and. Havertz is finding his his form when he was back in Leverkusen. I'm probably missing out on a couple more players. Like, but you also have a couple. You also have the the youth coming up as well. You have Florian Wirtz, one of the most exciting attacking mid attacking mids in world football, and definitely going to be in the running for a young player of the tournament if he's healthy because he didn't recently get like an MCL tear or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the best right, yeah, yeah. there. But um, I'm telling you, man, the Germans have the Germans in terms of like the structure and the way they play they're so dedicated and they never make a mistake i'm telling you germany yeah. is gonna make a push they're gonna make a big 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 push and all of my like my we were i was talking talking about this with my dad he's he agrees he's he's, he's saying yeah germany's always like this they're always like this throughout every single thing especially in life they're so structured they're so professional you just can't, you cannot just put Germany first. But like, I can see where Spain's, where you're coming from with Spain though. I can see. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I th- you might've changed my mind. You might've changed my mind because uh, Germany, uh, they really, they've just like continuously proven themselves. Spain has been like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like they're kind of iffy for me. Like, I don't think they like demonstrate, like I haven't noticed them demonstrate like a, a first place in the group stage kind of energy. Whereas you like you watch a Germany game, you see like the formations and like the the movement of the ball is insane uh, with Germany. Not as good as Spain though, because they they are they are like pretty much like the uh, inventors and masters of the tiki taka. But yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, continue. But yeah, um, I might I might put Germany first, and they have all oh, they have brute force. They have they have strength. Germany is one of the yo. Germany is one of the strongest. Like I thought, Holland was from Germany at first, honestly, because the way he was just like a train on the tra- on the on the pitch. But yeah, Germany's strong. I, I I don't know. I'm not sure with Spain and Germany, but definitely those are the the top two. Yeah, uh, for me, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be close though because, um, especially because the talent of Spain and the way that Germany are playing, it definitely levels out because you got Pedri, arguably the best. I don't think he'll be that. Like, he's definitely in the run for young player of the tournament because he did win the young player of the tournament for the Euros. But 
You also have Gavi as well coming out of La Masia. Gavi. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, I feel like they're creating the next Iniesta Chavi pairing. They're, they're also like the regens of that pairing because it's like the way they play, the way they can, the way they, how similar they are and how like coaches have literally said about Pedri that he's plays like Iniesta. He plays Iniesta like... Iniesta was one of the best things to happen for Spain. Where is he now? I actually... He's have, in Japan. I, he plays in Japan. For like Vissel Kobe or something like that. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's still playing. That's good. That's good to hear. Iniesta was uh, one of the... Oh, man. that Like, I grew up on, on that. Iniesta, Messi. Like, that was... That Barcelona team. That Barcelona team was just... Uh, that was something to watch, eh? But... But yeah, in Japan now, huh? He's in Japan, yeah. That's crazy. He's helping out with that Japanese revolution as well. He's teaching some of the Japanese players over there. That's what I'm saying. They could be underrated, man. They They could could be, be. but I don't don't know. As much as one player can make an influence, I don't know how much of an influence he can really make. As much as he is, Andreas Iniesta. But like, still, I'm telling you. But... So what are you sticking with your prediction of Spain first, Germany second? I, or, or, or I, my put, I think I think you influenced me. I gotta go Germany first, Spain second. I'm telling you guys, watch out. Germany's back and they're better than ever. But watch they're out probably, for Japan too. Watch out for Japan yeah, too. I agree with that. Watch out for Japan too as well. Okay. It'll be a good game. Yeah. Okay, now we're going on to the group that everybody's been waiting for. The group that everybody yes. has been ecstatic for ever since we've qualified. Oh my gosh. We've got Belgium, we got Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Mm. This group is stacked. It couldn't it be more dramatic. What are your thoughts? Canada making to the World Cup? Like, just just give me your thoughts. Just wow, like, it's it, it's been too long since we've uh, since we've been in. Take in like our parents were uh, were close were pretty much like our age last yeah. time. Canada was uh, was in the World Cup, so that's that's big just for Canada alone. And uh, for see, I hope my kids aren't uh, aren't 17 when they uh, when Canada makes it back again. But uh, definitely, I'm very proud of them. David came on. Uh, he's like our he's our second Davies. You know, he's uh, he's doing an amazing job. Uh, we have cannons like Buchanan. Okay, this guy <laughs> is uh, is an absolute powerhouse. He has uh, an amazing touch uh, on the ball. His uh, his skill. Is, is something that we don't really see here in Canada, really. So uh, that's great. Our goalkeeper, um, he's, he's he's good. He, you know, we could yeah, have like a, he, he, he's, he's he's good. We could have a, if we had a stronger goalkeeper, we would uh, we would definitely like no chance be be way up there. But he's he's a he's a great uh, keeper regardless. So you know, probably him. And you know, we got Ustakio Osorio, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm just proud of the the whole team making it there. Mm-hmm. So, and Michael Wright, uh, Wright making on to the team. That's a <laughs> that's a great uh, great thing for the team. Yeah, you guys probably joke. won't understand that joke. It's like it's a joke that me me and Brandon have at school. There's a like we, we we play a joke on like the grade nines and stuff, saying our buddies in like get up on the cusp of making it to the Canada squad. It's just a joke, but it's okay. Forget about that. But like still, <laughs> this Canada squad. Oh my God! To watch us play. It, like it, it literally gravitates me more and more. Like, cause I, I actually was uh, attending. I attended the Panama game when we won four one at BMO Field. I was lucky enough to get tickets, um, and uh, almost got I a Buchanan won. jersey. I almost. I was trying my very hardest. I got a sharpie and everything. I tried to trying to sign something, just something. He didn't end up signing it, but 
as soon as I entered the stadium, I felt an energy that I've never felt from any game in my life. And especially from TV, as much as like watching games in person is a totally different experience from watching it over TV, uh, over the TV. Watch, w- walking into that stadium, I literally walked in through the corridor and I walked into BMO Field. It was a sea of red. Canada flags wagging in, in the supporter section. And everybody in yeah. the stadium wearing red, red. I when you go to a game like that, you different. feel like you're about to step on the pitch. Like, yeah. Bro, I've never seen, especially for Canada, I've never seen such a turnout for any no. Canada game in my life and see so much people supporting, supporting the squad. And the performance that we put out on there, it wasn't a great start. We went down 1-0 early, um, but the way we came back, oh my God. Especially that Alfonso Davies goal. Do you remember that goal? We made that like 50 yard sprint. Oh my we God. We ran like 35 kilometers an hour, 36 One man show this guy. He, he, he absolutely obliterated the pitch that day. That four to one was uh, was definitely the start of like making everyone know that like Canon doesn't have something to mess with. Like we got, we got something really good going this year. And I feel like we're making great moves. So definitely I got to put Belgium and Canada first and second for the, uh, Agreed. For the, for the group stage. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, and I we I, we were also talking about this before, like um, like Belgium and Croatia are, are way past what they were in terms of like like their players, like yeah. they're losing it. Like yeah. of course Belgium's got Kevin De Bruyne and and Lukaku. Yeah, yeah. Lukaku, like it's scary. So... It's scary to see, but it's like these guys are getting older. They're past, like they're past their golden generation. Same with Croatia. Yeah, like I'm saying, Canada's got a chance here. I'm saying a lot of these teams, like their peak, they're not their peak, but like they're they're the last time they had their strongest formation was 2018 World Cup. That's when you, that's when you're scared of Belgium. That's when like Belgium is something that like you're like you're worried about. You're worried Mm -hmm. about. Now it's like you're worried about the names, but are they as good as you know? Oh, that's very true. Also. It's like you think of Belgium, you think of Croatia, you think of these big name players. Modric won the Ballon d'Or after taking Croatia to the final. Yeah, that was an insane World Cup. Oh my God. What a story they had. I wish they won. I do wish they won. Like that would have been, uh, oh, that would have been amazing. I wish. But, uh, it would have been insane, especially like to see just the, it's great to see because it's like he broke, he broke the streak of Messi and Ronaldo going. By like fighting for the Ballon d'Or each year, he was the one who broke it. He was like, "Okay, it's well my deserved. time." Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Everybody agreed. Yeah. Um. But like, I think he's passed it as much as like. As, okay. Four years is a lot he, of time. Four years is a lot of time, and people are probably going to be hating on us for this because Modric is in the form of his life. It's like equal to the 2018 form, probably better. He's 36 years old. He put up an absolute masterclass against Chelsea in the quarterfinals, knocking him out in the in the second leg. That mm-hmm. Travella pass to Rodrigo, holy oh, crap! The great one of the greatest passes I've ever seen Something in my won. life. Like yeah. as much as that's scary, I think Croatia's they have other players that are older. I don't think they'll be able to do it. I think I think they're past it. I honestly think they're past it. I have to agree with that. I do. And I think of other than Morocco, because I think we got to talk about Morocco too, because they've got a they've got a decent squad as well. Hakimi doing absolute wonders for PSG. 
Yeah. Breakthrough. He's been a breakthrough for the past two, three years coming through Dortmund, Inter, PSG, crazy amount of transfers and bouncing around everywhere, but still being able to do the job. Like he's one of the most consistent players being able to move from squad to squad to squad. And it's incredible. And he's the great, he's, he's the best player in Morocco. Like he can finish the ball. He scores probably more than the strikers sometimes. Like, but yeah, like yeah, this yeah. entire group, I, I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with you with the with your prediction with first mm -hmm. and second but this group i believe it can go anyway it's gonna be oh man i'm so excited for those games to come out for sure for sure uh all of those games all of those matchups will be uh a canada a canada on croatia game like that's that that, that is that, that's big like i i can't wait for that one but uh yeah we'll we'll see we'll see how this how the, that group f plays out mm -hmm. okay so group f, both, we both agree so yeah. Canada's going through round of 16. That's all we want. That's all we yeah, want. Yeah, I yeah. think what'll happen, I think Brandon thinks it'll happen as well. But um, that's group F. Belgium first, Canada second. Okay, now we're heading on to group G, second last group. After yes. this, we're going to go on to group H and then we're going straight to the awards. But uh, this group is closer than group. people think. It's it's almost like a replica of group F, just a little bit worse. So you got Brazil, <laughs> you got Brazil Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. As, as much as those three names that I mentioned last are not like sexy names in terms of like, oh, you got those big name players like Brazil, you got Neymar, Vinicius Jr., Marquinhos, uh, Thiago Silva, all these players. I mean, no. like, I'm telling you guys, I'm not going to say who, but like, I, I, you know, I'm going to spoil it. Serbia is my team to watch. The surprise team of the tournament. Serbia. No. It can't be. It's uh, yes, bro. for me, it's got to be Brazil first, Cameroon second. You have a class player like Abu Bakr. You got Bazakog. <laughs> you got Chupa Moting. Come on. Like, they, they, Cameroon is an insane team. That is my underdog of the year. They are an amazing, they're running an amazing formation. I think that they might have straight by into the World Cup, but it doesn't matter because Cameroon, like you, like Abu Bakr, he's, he's finishing on the ball is something that you don't really see in like lower, lower like teams. And I think, I think they'll go, I think they'll go second in, in the group and then they'll play Australia. Yeah. You can't, okay, you, they can't play Australia because two second place teams can't play each other. It has to be first versus second, but I get I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. But Cameroon, they barely edged out Algeria. And I believe okay, if really Algeria good. was in this group, they would have a better chance of, uh, of going through to the round of 16 than Cameroon. No offense to Cameroon, because they've always been a good squad over the course oh, of like man. history. They've always been a good squad. But Serbia, I'm telling you guys, Brazil, Brazil, we don't even need to talk about them because Brazil, you got ranked number one in FIFA rankings, ranked number one, and uh, one of my top three teams to uh, win the World Cup. That's what I'm saying. But I Serbia, agree. you guys don't understand. I might be a little bit biased here because I am a hardcore Juve fan, as you can see right there. Forza Juve. Dusan Vlaovic, one of the best upcoming strikers in the entire world. He signed up recently in the January transfer window, 75 million. We're playing a terrible system. We play terrible football, but this guy still somehow keeps scoring. We literally, like, I, there's this one guy, I, I need to talk about you for two seconds here because the influence that this guy's had. He's literally wearing number seven on the back. He's taking on the reins of Ronaldo and 21 years old. And this guy is built like a bull. 
this guy's fast. He's strong. He can shoot with his right. He can shoot with his left. He scored in his Champions League debut 33 seconds in against Villarreal. 33. Absolutely, yeah. Right foot, weak foot, bottom uh, bottom left corner. And he was off balance too. He had a couple defenders on him. I've seen so I've seen most of his games played with Juve, but I've seen his highlights with Fiorentina, which is the team he's playing with before. But he, oh my God, Brandon, I'm telling you, he's up there to win young player of the tournament because this guy can can have a couple of games against Cameroon, especially. I think he'll be able to do some, do some damage against Cameroon and also Switzerland. But you also got Alexander Mitrovic. If you guys don't know, he's playing for Fulham. He has broken the record in the championship for the most amount of goals. Ivan Tony, if you guys don't know, he plays for Brentford. When they were playing in the championship last year, he uh, had the record and he it was like 30-something goals, 31, 32 goals uh, by the end of the year. Mitrovic had that many goals like 10 games, 12 games left before the season was finished. This guy broke the record before the season was even finished. He probably has around 40 goals. I haven't checked since, since he broke the record, but still, this guy is uh, is on a tear in the championship. Dusan Vlaovic, one of the hottest young strikers in the world. Yeah. Uh, also, another Dusan, Dusan Tadic of Ajax. This guy is absolutely incredible as well in terms of his assist and his playmaking for Ajax in that season in 2018-19. And the, and the form that he's in now, I believe, in like overall Europe, he has like the most amount of assists. He's like 39 assists in all competitions. So I'm telling you, bro, Serbia is a team to watch. I think they'll make quarterfinals. All right, man. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I don't understand. Like, but, but bro, other than like, because you he branded loves Abu Bakar. I don't know why. He just loves him. I watch don't a highlight him. reel. Watch a highlight reel, and then you and then and then talk. Watch a highlight reel right now. You you click don't don't click open a new tab open a new tab not you the viewers open yeah, a new yeah. tab while you're listening to me watch the Abu Bakr uh, uh, thing with this going in the background you will see he, he is an amazing player play with him on FIFA oh, like, oh he's not in it anymore but bro I use him I, I I use them in my fucking starter squad in FIFA 18 19 I've used him in my starter squad I haven't used them since I haven't heard of it. I don't know if he's even still playing for the for the Cameroon national team, but if he is, <laughs> fair play, fair play. But Cameroon, I just can't, I just can't agree with that. I have to say, I'm telling you guys, watch out for Serbia. With watch Canada, they are. I'm already giving this away. They are my surprise teams of the tournament. Canada, Canada and Serbia. Watch out. Watch out. Amen. But like, I don't understand this guy. I don't, I don't. As much as this guy's got good ball knowledge, I don't understand. In in anybody's mind out of everybody that is watching this i don't think one person will say cameroon is coming out of group g second not showing it to 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 cameroonians we we gotta we gotta we gotta show it to the the you gotta show respect whoever makes it to the world cup has got a quality squad they didn't get there for no reason yeah that's true that's true but like still it's cameroon they're past their prime Come on, you know about Triple Moting, man. Triple Moting is like so average. This guy plays for the biggest club, scores like, he scores a couple goals a season, like five, six, seven, but he's like, a, he comes on in like the 85th minute when you're like <laughs> six nil up. Like, come on. But Brandon says Cameroon second place. Brazil, I don't think we even need to talk about because Brazil, we already know. They're, they're a monster squad. 
with and i'm gonna get out yeah so lucky they basically have this uh they uh, like they can sleep they can take they can put their feet up and take a nap they're gonna be in the knockout stages like that like hey after, after little, two games uh, yeah so that's that for and then group h i'm gonna upset you again this is okay. a good this is the last I, i really like these last three groups f g and h yep, finishing yep. it off with the groups we got portugal uruguay ghana and south korea really really good group right what, what are you thinking what are you thinking forget suarez okay we got portugal first we got and then we got south korea second <laughs> yeah we got south korea no not even ghana not even think we got south korea second Bro, you think son, you think human son can carry South Korea to beat Uruguay? Absolutely. Ghana? I absolutely do. Human son is uh, he is yo. He's doing an amazing job right now for for Tottenham. He is doing well, but he, I don't think he can carry South Korea. I South do. Korea is only got I, son, uh, human son and that's it. That's it. And, yeah, and I think and I think they're going to come right under Portugal. I think they're going to come right under Portugal. I do. Bro, Uruguay is coming second. I'm telling you guys. Uruguay was Uruguay. coming second. They're having a revolution as well. Uruguay could also be a good squad looking for 2026. They might well this is actually 2022 will probably be their best year because they got crazy talent. Yeah. Luis Suarez, Edison Cavani, you got Rodrigo Bentancur playing for Tottenham, Federico Valverde, one of the yeah. most versatile midfielders. I know. People don't talk about this guy enough <laughs> when he plays for Real Madrid. Absolutely mental. This guy's a workhorse. Crazy stamina. You got Darwin Nunez, one of the most hottest players in terms of transfers, in terms of moving. Because he's playing for Benfica. He's playing in Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Darwin Nunez. This guy is he's one of the reincarnations of Suarez in, in, uh, in Cavani. Um, these guys already got players lined up for the second generation. I don't understand how you think South Korea and Hyunmin Son can can be Ghana because I don't know much about Ghana other than the rivalry with, with Uruguay in the 2020 yeah. World Cup. Mm-hmm. That was pretty controversial too. I don't know if you know about that one with the Suarez handball on the line, you got red card. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They skied the penalty and Uruguay went through semifinals 2010. What a joke. But, but still, But, bro, I'm telling you Uruguay is coming second. They might even push for first. They might even push for first. That's how good their squad is. Yeah, over Portugal? You're insane. Yeah, I, I totally forgot this now. Jose Maria Jimenez for Atletico Madrid. Great center back. Great, 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 great center back. Like, their team is overall so is so well-rounded. They got uh, Muslera as well. I, I think he still might be playing for Uruguay as their goalkeeper. But like, still, how do you think South Korea? Like, tell me you're not. Like, honestly, tell me what when you saw this group. Wh- what made you think South Korea? Because Sun, I'm completely solely just Sun. He like I don't even I, I can't name another player on that team. I cannot. I can't. But uh, <laughs> neither can I. Neither mostly because I can't pronounce it. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm just I'm just playing. Uh, Son is just. Uh, I feel like he's doing too well to be disappointed and to come, uh, uh, to come third or to, to, to just scrape, barely scrape the bottom. Uh, I think Uruguay Uruguay will. Uh, they need another four years. I think they need another four years. I do. I think they they they'll run great form 2026. I'll give you that. Uh, they, Son is just—he's in a like I would say this is his prime. This guy's doing an amazing job. This guy is uh, 
he he's making Tottenham Hotspurs not a joke. They're he, pushing for top four racing without Son. I don't think they'd be in the position that they're in right now. No, but, I think, but without I don't think he can carry it on his own. He needs if Harry he can carry Kane. Spurs right. without without Harry Kane. I haven't seen him do incredible. Like I, he's he scored like, but. I don't know. He needs somebody like Harry Kane. He needs that strike. Harry Kane's not even doing that well right now, to be honest with you. No, but it's like not. I'm not. I'm, we're not trying to comment about Harry Kane because we know Harry Kane for England. He 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 could score. He does great. Yeah, yeah. He is great. Absolutely. But like still, but Son on his own, I don't think he can do it. Mm. I don't think he can do it. We'll see. It, it's up in the air. I'm not super strong about South Korea, but I definitely do think they're a team to watch. And I I just I just want to put them a second just to give a bit of a hot take, but um. Portugal, South Korea. That's my prediction. Uh, we'll let we'll let God decide. Insane. Uruguay second place. I'm telling you guys right now. Uruguay second place. Okay. Brandon won. South Korea second place. I don't understand why. You know, I'm not, not going to say anymore. You know what? Let's just go through all the rundown of the groups. Just a quick refresher for everybody on our predictions. Group A. Brandon, who do you got for Group A? First and I second. Ne- I got Netherlands and I got Ecuador. I got Netherlands, Senegal. Already. I don't think Ecuador is going to be making that. I don't understand. Group B, what do you got? I got England and I got the US of A. I got you. I, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you there. Group C, who do you got? Argentina, Mexico. Okay. I got Argentina, Poland. You got Group D. Group D, France, Australia. Insane. This guy is, as much as he's making hot takes here, like you got to have some like, like I, I don't even know what to say because it's like this guy's these predictions are so wild, man. So (laughs) wild. France, Denmark. France, Denmark, first and second. Denmark might even push for first. I'm telling you guys right now. One of the dark horses of the the 2022 World Cup. I'm telling you guys right now. Group B, who do you got? It was Spain and Germany, but you changed my mind. I'm flipping it. It's got to be Germany than Spain, but Spain has to make top two for sure. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Group F, oh, Canada. Who do you got? It's got to be Belgium. And of course, the homeland, Canada. Let's go. Yeah, here we go. Group G. Gabriel, Hez- oh, sorry, Brazil and Cameroon. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get onto Gabriel Jesus there because this guy has like the craziest, craziest thing with Gabriel Jesus. I don't even know why. His wife is pregnant. We're getting a baby Jesus. <laughs> Bro, he probably won't even play. I'm sorry. I don't think he'll play. I don't think he'll play. Uh, you'll maybe play a couple of minutes. I don't think you'll play. Bro, I'm telling you, you won't play. But Brazil first. Brandon thinks Cameroon second. I don't know why. I don't know what, what, where in his mind he thought that was gonna happen. Abubakar, no more questions. Thank you. <laughs> Tell you right now, it's Dusan Vlaovic. <laughs> He's gonna tear up that group. He's gonna give Brazil a shot. Watch out, DV seven. All right, we'll you, man. All right. Group H, last group. We got Portugal and. You Min Son for South Korea. It's because it's really just him. It's just Son. <laughs> it's Portugal versus Son. No, it's Portugal, Uruguay. That's what's happening. That's what's yeah. happening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't know. People, I don't know, Brandon. You're making the craziest things. But you know what? I respect you for that because like a lot of people won't do that. A lot of people will go for the safe option. They just go for like, say for the group, for group F. Just a regular, regular person that watches, that watches ball. Yeah. Belgium first, 
Croatia second just because they know they got crazy teams. They don't understand how good Canada is. They're not really. watching. Exactly. They're not watching Buchanan. They're not watching David. Like, they're not watching us. Stockio? Come they're on. Not these, they're not watching these players, man. They're going to give <sighs> these teams, a, they're going to give these teams a run for their money. That's but, what I'm saying. That's so there saying. we go. That's our predictions for the groups. Let that all uh, sealed. And uh, we've got going on to the award winners. Okay. Yes. So we're going to be going through uh, the young player of the tournament, top okay. goal scorer, best goalkeeper, best player of the tournament, best, uh, uh, best uh, I can't even speak, a surprise player of the tournament, mm-hmm. and surprise team of the tournament. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start off with young player of the tournament. Who do you got? I'm saying for the personally Buchanan, but for the award, Foden. For the award, uh, it's it's got to go to Foden. But um, personally, Buchanan, on that. what do you think, Foden? Okay, yeah, Foden is uh, how old is this guy now? He's what, 21, 20? Yeah, 21, 22. 21, yeah. So this is his first World Cup, and he really just made it to Man City. Um, he just came off the academy like one or two years ago. Like he's he's pretty fresh. Yeah, and, around 27, 2018, around that. Yeah, yeah. So for him to come on and for his first World Cup, especially with a team like England, I I mean he's he's got he's got to be recognized. He's gonna be seen. And I think um, if it's not Vin- in Vinicius, if it's not in Vinny Junior, it has to be Foden. It has to be surely. This guy's so young, he has so much talent, and he, he's he's quick. He's quick. He's a good. He's composed and he thinks well. Like he's a he's an intelligent player for sure. Mm, I agree with that. I'm gonna go with an, for my pick. I'm gonna go with another player from England. It's uh, I, I think it'll be uh, Jude Bellingham. Really, Jude Bellingham, bro. Really, the guy is insane. The amount of co- let me just get this straight. Jude Bellingham is one of the most mature players I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my life. If you see this guy in interviews, the way he talks, the, the way his mannerism, the way he answers questions, the way he plays. This guy this guy looks like he's, he's playing like he's 30. He's 18, 19 years old. He's younger than Foden. Yeah, that's true. He made his professional debut, I believe he's like 16, 16 years old. And I believe he's like 2003. He's born 2003, two years older than us because we're 2005. But like, still, the performances that he's been doing for for Dortmund, he's scoring goals in the Champions League, no problem. This guy can do it all. And we can already see his composure on the ball. He makes the game look effortless. And he's got crazy talent. Almost on the level of- He connects well with the England players. Yeah, he he has a good connection. And and people are like, even his own England teammates are saying like, this guy is the most mature player, the craziest talent I've ever seen in my life. Like I remember Grealish, like Grealish was saying like at, at his age, the age he is now, Grealish wasn't as good as him, not even close. He's just on another level. But like, yeah. he's so That's good. I believe he can make it into the England squad, starting 11, starting wow. 11. This guy's that good. That's an interesting pick for sure, for sure. That's my pick, Jude Bellingham. But we're, we're going on the same route. We're going on the English route. So I'm sure you're happy with that. Yeah. Uh, and then, but I do, I just, just like quickly before we move on to top goal score, I just want to mention Buchanan is, uh, uh, he, he definitely won't get the award. I, I, I don't think he, he's going to be doing that, but, uh, in terms of his performance for Canada, I mean, he's, uh, he's one of the youngsters for me to just watch and just like, he's an inspiration, honestly, for, uh, all Canadian footballers. This guy's doing a great job and, uh, representing his team first world cup. 
uh, sorry, representing his country, first World Cup. It's a, uh, it's a big thing for him, and I think his uh, his rating is definitely going to go up as well. Like his uh, for FIFA, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. This guy does not deserve to be a, a, a seventy-one. Don't worry, twenty twenty-three or FIFA twenty-three, he'll be higher. He'll be yeah, he'll sure. be a gold card. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree with that. Buchanan is definitely in the running. He, he probably won't have the shot just because he plays for Canada. That's what I'm saying. They don't look at us like they don't look at like the, these smaller teams. Like they're not gonna pick Abu Bakr, which they should. For uh, <laughs> he's not even young. Like he's thirty. Bro. <laughs> he's not even a youngster, but still. No. Yeah, they're, actually... they're not looking at that. They're gonna look at the the bigger the bigger countries, which is fine because that's where yeah. the the best players are. But it is what it is. We can't do anything about it. But as long as Canada do good. That's all. I'm, yeah, that's I'm that's that, that'll make me happy. As long as Canada is good, I'll be happy. This could be the year, man. We 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 could good show. If, if we get a good amount of luck, like our our group stage is pretty good. If we come second in our group stage and then we get matched up against with, a with, with a with a decent team, I, I think Davies is uh, he's doing great things for us for sure, for sure, for sure. We should be good. We should be good enough to be able to put up a fight. Yeah, for sure. I think we'll make it. I think we'll, we'll tap out quarters. I think we'll tap out quarter. quarter. I agree. It'll be close. It'll be close. We're gonna tap out quarters. Okay. All right, let's move on to the top goal scorer. I already have my uh, my pick. We got. I want to hear what you have to say first. I I, I do. I want to hear what your take is. Okay. I'm not just going on pure bias because of what great form he is in. Karim Benzema. Okay. So, okay. Can't say anything else. We've said about we've said we said enough. And what he does in the pitch says enough. I don't need to say anything because the stats won't do anything. The form that he's in, if he, I, I believe he'll continue this form. He's getting top goals for Harry Kane. Back to back, you think? Back to back top goal scorers? Yes. I don't know. You don't think so? There's too many that, good strikers in this World Cup. I think there's better strikers in this World Cup. I think England is coming out with two awards. England's coming out with two awards, not the trophy, but two awards for sure. And it's you don't think go. you don't think they're gonna win the World Cup? They'll they're definitely be in the running. For sure, but I don't think that England is um, consistent enough. I don't think we're consistent enough. I think we'll play really well in the beginning because we're hungry, and then we make it to semis and then we start to face play face teams like argentina we'll face teams like germany like it it'll be it'll be a challenge for sure and i don't know i don't know if we'll pull out with that i don't think we're gonna win but harry kane i'm surprised back to back huh what do you think you think why do you think he's gonna win top goal scorer because i don't know i think benzema's got it he does he yeah but that's true too and that and that's a that's a fair take and I, I feel like that's definitely something to consider. But Harry Kane, he does really well for uh, for the England team. He does very well for the England team. And with the, the passes and the assists that he's getting into the box, I, I mean, like, he just has to finish them, uh, you know? So I think Kane, he is very, he's very technical. Like, he, he'll run into the right spaces. He'll find the right spots to be, to give his, uh, his wingers and his midfielders the best chance to give him a ball in. So I, I do think he, he might get it again. That's just my take. Interesting. Okay, so Brandon's got Harry Kane, the top goal scorer. I'm saying uh, Benzema, but uh, now it's right up your alley because Brandon is a goalkeeper when he plays. Who's your best goalkeeper of the tournament? I'm either going 
Ochoa or or Ochoa or Martinez. I agree with Martinez. I mean Martinez. That's who I chose. But like Ochoa, as much as this guy is made for the World Cup, why are you saying Ochoa? You see him play for America, or I don't know how to say it, but Club America. Yeah, Club America. Yeah, he's good. But like, yeah, no, I don't know. He, that, he was in his prime in 2014. I don't think he's got it anymore. But Emmy Martinez, I agree. I agree, 100%. Martinez is doing a really good job for Argentina. No, no, no chance. Yeah, I think it'll be close. But Ochoa's just like, he's like a legend, this guy. This guy's like the, he, this guy's the, um, the Maradona of goalkeepers. I, <laughs> this guy's a revolutionary, whoa. man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Did you just say he's the Maradona of goalkeepers? I think so. I think he's really good, man. I think he he he, he makes saves that like I'm surprised he even gets to, and uh, he he's quick. His reflexes, man. I, I think he's really good. I don't think a keeper like either. First of all, I love Ederson. That that is one of my favorite goalkeepers currently. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say Ochoa is my favorite goalkeeper. I don't but, think Ederson will even play though. I think Allison's gonna start over him. I hope not. Allison's. I don't like Allison. Bro. I don't. I don't really like him. I, 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 every time I play with uh, Brazil, I take Allison and put him in a reserve and bring on a, a, a defender instead, and I just put Ederson in net. That's all you need, man. All you need is Ederson. Man. I'm surprised um, you're a diehard Man City fan. Yeah. So you, it's, go it's for, be... you didn't go for Ederson. I'm surprised you went for Emmy Martinez. I'm surprised. Because Ederson, Martinez is just a better goalie than Ederson. If you just look at the, if you just look at his statistics. Yeah. It's controversial though. That was controversial what you just said. Emmy Martinez better than Ederson? That's interesting. It's interesting. You don't think, think about so? that? For for country, yes. For country. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. For that's club, what I'm saying. No, just because just because he plays for Aston Villa, Emmy Martinez. If he goes to a bigger club, maybe he could be a little bit better if he has a better defense. But still Aston yeah, Villa's no. got a good defense. Tyrone Mings, um, Ezri Conza. Oh. Yeah. Maddie I just want to speak on Aston Villa. What a great choice they made uh, picking Leon Bailey. Uh, you know, I'm Jamaican, I'm Jamaican, so you know it's a bit of a bias. But he's a, he's a really good player, and I, I'm happy to see him. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a bit upset that he, now he doesn't want to play for or now he's being told not to play for Jamaica. Uh, that, that's a bit upsetting. But who did he play for? England. Well, well, uh, no, I, I'm actually not sure. But I think they just don't want him playing in CONCACAF because the, it's, it's dangerous. Like, he'd be injured. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I've heard. Imagine Sterling. That. If Sterling stepped on the pitch for Jamaica, this guy's going to lose his legs. That's true, yeah. yeah I heard that, too. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. He did bring that up to me before. Okay. So now this is probably, like, the biggest, the biggest one. Who's going to okay. win the best player of the World Cup? The best player. I'm going I'm going crazy, this one. You you might be in, You might go insane for this. Who do you think? Who do you want? Abu, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> it's got to be Mo Salah. It's got to be. Did you say Mo Salah, bro? Mo Salah's not in the World Cup. Egypt's not in the World Cup. No, oh, right. Oh, right. Bro, oh my God. I have my nose wrong. I put Egypt down instead of. My bad, guys. Okay. My on bad. the top, on the top, on the top of your head. What do you think? Oh. Ah, uh, this is gonna sound bandwagon again, but Benzema's doing well. If Benzema continues the way he's playing for Real Madrid into the uh, into the World Cup, then it's it's gotta go to uh, it's gotta go to Benzema. If he continues the way he's doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this might be crazy. Knowing uh, the controversy that this guy's had over the past couple of uh, past couple of weeks. It's in Greenwood. No. <laughs> 
Neymar. What? Yeah, really? bro. Really? This guy is made for playing for Brazil. All he wants to do is play for Brazil. He doesn't care for PSG. He doesn't care. He's just there for the money. When he wears that Brazil shirt, he has a captain's arm, man. This guy is representing the entire nation. You know, people, when he first came through, through Santos, people were literally calling him the reincarnation of Pele. I remember that. The of Pele. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Neymar's going to have an absolute masterclass this World Cup. Everybody's going to show him how good of a talent that he still is. Because he's still, he's still got time. He's like 31. He's, he's, he should be in his prime, but over the circumstances what he's had, unfortunately, isn't. We never really got to see the best of Neymar, but I think the best Neymar that we will see, I believe it'll be at this World Cup. So I'm just saying. Respectfully, I have to strongly disagree. First of all, I love Neymar, okay? This guy plays for Brazil. Brazil, if not for England, I'm going with Brazil, okay? Oh, sorry, and Canada, of course, but you know, in terms of like countries apart from mine. However, Neymar's, first of all, he's old. Neymar, he's getting up there in his age. And second of all, I mean, this guy, he, uh, he, he's, we didn't get to see the best of him because this guy's injured a, a lot of the time. This guy, he's a bit That's fragile. True. He's a bit of a fragile player. And um, to put Neymar as the best player, I mean, I think you have to consider so many other people. You got to consider Mbappe over Neymar. You have to consider, like, you... Like, bro, people might be thinking we're crazy because we didn't mention the best player, Messi or Ronaldo. It can't be Messi or Ronaldo. Come on, let's let's not play these games. I would put Lewandowski before I put Messi or Ronaldo. Or, well, I'll put, put Lewandowski before I put Messi. Maybe not Ronaldo. Yo, that's nuts. I think Messi, I think best odds wise, odds wise, I don't I haven't looked at like the odds. I don't think they even have came out with them yet. But like I think odds. Like on pure, like no bias, nothing. Messi probably has the best chance to win it. But of of our personal opinion, you went with Kareem Benzema, which I agree with. I think he definitely has a chance if he continues his form. But I'm going, I'm going Neymar, man. He's just meant for the. He's just meant for Brazil. I don't think he's meant for anything else other than Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. We've seen. I I think we've seen him his best football played under Brazil, especially that Copa America. As much as he didn't win, because Messi did win, and. Neymar needs that World Cup. I feel like he needs that World Cup more than Messi and Ronaldo do. I agree. I agree. I I think he needs it more because people in Brazil won't remember him as highly as much as like Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, uh, Nazario, El Fenomeno. Gabriel Jesus needs that World Cup trophy too. Let's not forget the best average player in the world. Like, yeah. yeah. There's literally an article about Gabriel Jesus. I'm going to bring him up later. But there's literally an article on how average this guy is he says gabriel jesus the most average player in the world of football and it makes sense this guy only scores against liverpool he only plays against liverpool he only scores against liverpool like anyways every time pep guardiola all right we're not gonna divulge into this too much but every time pep guardiola puts on jesus i'm pretty sure they win every time so i don't know take that as you want um even if it's the last five minutes jesus is he just brings an energy to the team uh I need a jersey. Put it right there. <laughs> Bring it back to the end. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. Anyways. Anyways, Neymar, I think he'll win best player of the tournament. Maybe. If, if Maybe. Neymar wins best player of the tournament, then I, I think I have to say Brazil wins it. 
I think Brazil has to win the World Cup. Brazil, if Brazil wins, Neymar will get it. If Brazil wins, Neymar will get it. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. Okay. Yeah, do we think Brazil's gonna win? I think he will. I think that they're in a good shot. Semi-finals minimum. Semi-finals oh, minimum. What a matchup that would be. A Brazil and Portugal semi-final. Brazil, Portugal? Ooh. What a matchup that would be, eh? That'd be good too. Or even Brazil, Argentina. That rivalry is insane. That rivalry is like out of this world. That that's that. If that happens, two red cards, no question about it. Two red cards. It'll be a oh my god. There'll be blood everywhere. There, it'll be a, it'll be it'll be like a that WWE stadium fight. is. They're gonna fight before the game even starts. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a boxing match. Literally, yeah, got that right. But Karim Benzema is Brighton's player of the tournament. I'm saying Neymar. Um, but now we're going to go on to surprise player of the tournament. So who do you think is going to come up and surprise a, a couple of people on how uh, well this player will perform? Who do you got? Surprise player of the tournament. I know who you can say. <laughs> I Don't think, say it. I think he doesn't get enough ratings. I think he's got a, a very unique haircut. I think this guy is very standout. It's gotta go to Abu Bakr. <laughs> no way! Guy, <laughs> this guy is so good. No way! You're actually saying Abu Bakr. I thought you were saying Gabriel Jesus, bro. That's crazier than Gabriel Jesus, bro. I love Jesus though. You know what? He needs an award. You know what? We'll give it to Jesus just because he'll probably be noticed before Abu Bakr even. It's like a commentator even says Abu Bakr's name. So. <laughs> Let's uh let's go with Gabriel Jesus, my favorite player. This guy is absolute class. His uh his touch on the ball is okay and his finishing ability is it's all right. Mediocre. It doesn't matter because he's amazing. That's all I have to say. I don't want to hear any debates. That's it. Next. Okay. My pl- my surprise player of the tournament uh coming from Serbia, Dusan Tadić. I'm telling you guys. Australia will make it before no, 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 no. Australia, not a chance. Maybe 2026, but 2022, I'm sorry, they won't make it. But I'm telling you, Dusan Tadic, watch out for this guy. One of the most underrated playmakers in the world. Playing for Ajax under one of the best coaches in the world, Eric Ten Hag, which I believe conferred by Fabrizio Romano and yeah. uh, a couple of hours ago. Apparently he got the Man United job, which is pretty crazy as well for next season. So, um, but I'm telling you, as much as he's in his older, as much as he's in his 30s, Tadish, I believe in all of Europe, he has the most assists out of any other player. He has like 40 plus assists. And the way this guy moves on the ball, the way he strikes, the way he passes, the way he dribbles, like when they, when they um, had the upset and they beat Real Madrid in 2019, and he in in the Bernabeu, and they won like four one, four two or something like that. Crazy result. They literally they literally gave him they literally gave Dusan Tadic a ten out of ten rating, which is so rare to have. He literally he he got like a goal and two assists, but like it was absolutely incredible. And the form that he's on now, and the form that he's had for Serbia, and the strikers and the forwards that he's got, there's no doubt in my mind that this guy can go out and pull out a masterclass in this World Cup. That's all I gotta say. But Gabriel Jesus, if he plays for Brazil, if he gets ahead, if he plays right wing, 
it depends because there is quite a bit of players that he has to uh, beat. He's got Anthony in front as well. Hot, really, really hot prospect coming out of Ajax as well. Yeah, um, it's tough, but we'll see. If Gabriel Jesus starts, I think he there is a chance that he could. This is being serious. There is a good chance. There is Thank a good you. chance. Yes. He, only if he starts. If he doesn't start, he's out. Of, he's out of it. He's out of the running. But yeah, okay. Now we're going to surprise team in the tournament. The last award. It's not these. The surprise ones. The surprise player and the surprise team are not like recognized by FIFA, but this is just like our personal opinion, or just like a, like a personal prize that people are looking at. So, Brandon, who's your uh, surprise team in the tournament? I think it already goes without saying. It's gotta be Australia, just because. No I way. Them. It's just because I called them. Like yeah, I'm calling them from right now. I have no knowledge about the Australian team. I can't name one player. I can't. I don't even know what their jersey color is. Maybe I don't know. It's yellow. It's yellow. Their jersey is yellow. I think so. Yeah. But but still. I, I think Australia is uh I don't know man their name is just calling out to me and like I just I just have crazy predictions man I predicted the whole you remember when I texted you I predicted the score between Canada uh who did they play in the winter when the guy jumped in the snow I forget Mexico yeah but Canada and Mexico did I not call that score right from the beginning I believe you did I be- I called I that did. score I texted it to him before the game even started I said this is gonna be the score. And, I, and it was right. Look, Australia's calling my name. I'm telling you, they're gonna surprise everyone. And Kylian Mbappe is gonna have a, a bit of a, a a bit of a challenge getting through that line of defense from Australia. So that, that's my surprise thing. That's my. I can't believe it. Anyways, I'm not I'm not gonna add anything to it because I have nothing to say. Because like Brandon, <laughs> I don't I don't know much about Australia. My surprise team of the tournament. I've already said enough about Serbia. And they're my, my one of my surprise teams, but we have to go. Okay, let can we just talk about Canada for a little bit longer? Because how can we just not? Honestly, Brandon, the hell, Brandon, you there? Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay. We how can we talk just about talk Canada. about? Can yeah, we just yeah. Talk Canada a little bit more. Honestly, how can they just not be in contention for surprise team in the tournament? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. How I can they even, just not? Everybody. Yeah, I didn't even Canada. think about that, man. But like, no doubt, all the Canadians. You know what? Some like, you know, Carlo Ancelotti, the manager of Real Madrid. He's Italian, right? But he even said because I saw on Instagram this morning there was a post. He was like. I'm gonna be looking at Canada. I'm gonna I'm gonna be supporting them. They're gonna be my second team since Italy's on the World Cup. I'm supporting Canada. So that right there seems like people are noticing, and seeing that and people that are noticing what we're doing, especially since Concacaf is like one of the lower recognized um, divisions in in all of the world in terms of like yeah countries. Mm-hmm. To see that. What we're doing is paying off, and, and what we're we play doing good is football, good. man. We do. We're, we're we've been playing very technical, and I think, uh, especially with the addition of Buchanan, oh my gosh, this guy, he, he his ability to get past the defender and put the ball into the box. I mean, it's uh, it's it's refreshing for Canada. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm very excited to watch them. Very very excited. Mm, it's gonna be interesting to see, especially Buchanan. The, the form that he's been in 
And I feel like we haven't seen a player like Buchanan, as much as there are like similar players like Alfonso Davies, like I feel like Buchanan, like as much as like Alfonso Davies is similar, like mm-hmm. if you think about it, um, Tejon Buchanan, he's more of a running at the defender and yeah. taking him on one on one. Alfonso yeah. Davies is literally just see you later. I'm ro- I'm the road runner. Yeah, I'm gone. Just sprints. I'm gone. No, but like Buchanan's there to break some ankles. He's gonna send some people facts. to the hospital, and then he's uh, he's gonna score. That's that's it. That's literally it. That's literally it. Put the nail on the head, and that's it. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All we need to talk about, bro. I think that's pretty much it. Amazing. We got everything. Wow. So uh, I want to thank you, bro, for coming on the podcast. It, yes, it was absolutely. fun. You had some crazy, crazy, crazy predictions. Yeah. You know what it's interesting it makes it bring some heated debates in there i think we did but um yeah. honestly it just just really appreciate it bro and uh i'm so happy that this happened and uh can't wait for people to see this and see, i want to hear the, your guys opinion too like what are like some hot takes that you guys have for the world cup put them in the comments below and yeah, uh, it'll be great to hear from you guys and uh thanks bro for coming on appreciate it man Absolutely, yeah. It was a. It's amazing being on here with you. I love what you're doing for the for the podcast and you know just promoting it and doing the things that you love. You know we all gotta strive and chase the dreams that we have. So uh, keep going with this thing. I see you going far. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And for Brandon, don't forget his SoundCloud is in the is in the bio below. Is in the description. I'm telling you guys, one of the craziest minds I've ever seen in my life in terms of creativity. And just being able to put stuff out there he's your guy right there go check him out brandon and also is black archie that's his that's his artist name that's what he goes under great i can't even say there's i don't even know words that that, that can describe so hold on let me show you we just got uh we just got we got we just got shirts we just got shirts hold on. no way bro all right guys this guy's blowing up I don't want to take up too much more time, but somebody was loving the music and they uh they they, they wanted to make a shirt, so they they took one no. of the album covers, put it no. on a shirt. Yeah, man. Holy crap! They're loving it. They're loving it. So, Black Archie up next. You already know what I'm saying. Uh, don't forget to check it out. I love this podcast. You better subscribe, or else I'm gonna block you on my SoundCloud, and you don't get to listen to my music anymore. I love you guys. Peace. Thank you so much, Luca. This was amazing. No problem. I'm your host of the 416 News, 416 Sports News, Lucas Cervalli, and we're out. Peace.